Welcome to Love Story Time. Today's book we're reading. My Bindi. Written by Gita Varadarajan and illustrated, illustrated by Arkana Srinivasan. Srinivasan. My mother, Mayama, places a big red dot on her forehead. She wears a bindi every day even when she sleeps. Amma says I should wear the bindi too, but I'm scared of Sam snickering at me, of Sally taking it off my forehead, of Sonia saying weirdo, even though Sonia is Indian too. But it's our culture, Amma says. There's nothing to be ashamed of. My father reminds me, you'll look so beautiful with the bindi on. But Amma, why do you wear a bindi, I ask? Amma thinks a minute. In her eyes, I see a candle flame light up. Then she touches her bindi and says, We are Hindus, and that's what Hindu girls do. It's our third eye right between the other two. It looks inside you and protects you. I wonder deep down what she means. You'll feel it, she says, when you wear it. That night, I toss and turn in bed and dream of the big, of the big red dot on Amma's forehead. As I get dressed for school the next morning, Amma walks in with a box in her hand. A smile flickers across her face. Then she says, Divya, my dear, the time has come. Choose one. I look in, I swallow hard and look inside Amma's beautiful bindi box. I see a galaxy of bindis, like a million stars in the sky. Some are like raindrops that dazzle in the morning light. Some are like half moons, brilliant and bright. Some swirl like tops whirling in loops, and some shine like lone stars in the dark sky. I search through them all, and each one is so beautiful in its own way. Then I see it, the perfect one, a blazing sun, a sparkly round orange one with a shiny stone in the middle. There in the mirror, I see a shining star, my mother's joy, my father's pride, and then I see something else. She's different from all the rest, not quite like anyone else, with a glimmering dot on her forehead. I see me. Am I scared or am I proud? I feel all mixed up in my head. I walk into school like I always no, I do. Oh, I think you messed up. Oh, well, let me try to hold this. Okay. I walk into school like I always do, but I'm nervous because today is different in a big, in one big way. What's that? Sam asked curiously, pointing at my forehead. That looks cool, Sally says, as she tries to get a closer look. Sunny's eyes go wide with a surprise. With surprise. <gasps> It's a bindi, she says loudly. Suddenly, everyone wants to see. What's all the commotion, Mrs. Gonzalez asks, clapping her hands. <gasps> Look at Divya's forehead! Mrs. Gonzalez squints, and my heart skips a beat. I wonder what she'll say. Then I hear a voice, soft like gently lapping waves. Divya, says Mrs. Gonzalez, would you like to come up and tell the class about what you were wearing? I nod and walk up slowly to the front of the class. My lips quiver and my shoulders scrunch up and my stomach tightens. 
I am, I am different from all the rest, not quite like anyone else, with a glimmering dot on my forehead. Thoughts come and go like floating clouds, and then I see something else. A shining star, my mother's joy, my father's pride. I see me. I run my hand around my bindi, and suddenly I can feel it, just like Amma said. Take a deep breath and straighten my shoulders. Be brave, I pray, looking up at the bindi on my forehead and slowly the words come cascading like a soft waterfall. This is my bindi, I say. It's more than just a dot. It's my third eye right between the other two. It can see inside me and protect me. I touch my bindi and I know I am not scared anymore. Who's pushing her? Oh, I'm not sure. It's a little girl sitting in a wheelchair. Um, Maybe she wheels herself. She can push herself. Good question. Now I wear a new bindi every day to school. Some are like raindrops that dazzle in the morning light. Some are like half moons, brilliant and bright. And some swirl like tops whirling in loops. And some shine like lone stars in a dark sky. It's my inner eye, my guardian, my bindi, and it makes me feel like me. And I can't imagine Why my life without it. Why could I never it. wear a bindi? Because uh, bindis sound like they are for people who are Hindu. Who are those? Well, let's, let's read about it. It says, The bindi is worn by many Hindu girls and women in India and derives from the Sanskrit word bindu, which means drop. It is traditionally worn as a red dot between the eyebrows, a spot that is considered to be the nerve point in the human body that releases energy. In ancient Hindu tradition, it signifies the third inner eye, and the two physical eyes are for seeing the outside world, while the third focuses on the inside. Red in Hindu culture is also a symbol of prosperity, hence the red dot is considered an, auspic an auspicious sign. Today, not everyone strictly follows the tradition of wearing a bindi. For some, it has become a fashion accessory. But for many, it remains a powerful symbol and a tradition that families continue to pass along to younger genera generations. The red dot has been replaced by all kinds of colors and shapes, and it can be oval or a triangle and can be encrusted with glittering stones or studded with beads. I remember the face of a little girl I met while on school on a school visit in Edison, New Jersey, and she was sitting in the front row during the assembly, a wide smile on her face and a bright, shiny bindi on her forehead. The image stayed with me for a long time, and it became the inspiration for the story. I find that some youngsters of Indian ethnicity in America are reticent to reveal their traditions. As they live up to the model minority narrative, the idea of assimilating and fitting in is conveyed to them at a very young age. I wrote this story to give every little Hindu girl the courage to embrace her culture and traditions, just like that little girl in Edison with her wide smile and her bright, shiny bindi. And then the illustrator wrote something too. He said, my sister and I grew up as Hindu kids who went to the common school run by, a, by Christian missionaries, as did many others in the 70s and 80s in Bangalore. 
Our classmates were also largely Hindus with a few children from other faiths. And yet, with our father, when our father urged us to wear bindi, we almost always refused because we thought it was uncool. <clears throat> Even though we were very much in India, we still resisted bindis. Patu Bavadas, a traditional South Indian silk skirt and blouse, and many other traditional Indian clothes. We wanted to wear jeans and t-shirts and short skirts and pointy shoes with heels that click-clacked on the floor when we walked. It was many years later in my mid, mid to late 20s that I began to have an appreciation for things traditionally Indian. <clears throat> as the years go by and as I get more comfortable comfortable in my own skin, this journey of reconnecting with my roots continues. So, the transformation that Divya goes through in this book is an ongoing process for me and one that will go on for many years more, peeling back layer upon layer of everything that makes me, me. Well, I hope you enjoyed that book about a little girl who learns to love her bindi. Have a good night!